Now today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The former head of the U.S. Marshals Service may have violated federal ethics. The Justice Department's Office of the Inspector General finds Stacia Hylton violated conduct standards by recommending an applicant for a contractor job at the agency. The report also found fault with former Deputy Assistant Director of the Asset Forfeiture Division, Kimberly Beal. The OIG says Beal manipulated the hiring process to benefit the applicant. The report comes after Senator Chuck Grassley sent a letter to DOJ detailing tips from whistleblowers. Dwayne Nevins, a small business specialist at the Veterans Affairs Contracting Office in Colorado, is arrested for allegedly taking bribes to rig the federal contracting process. The Justice Department says Nevins also attempted to extort 10 grand from an FBI agent posing as an owner of a service-disabled veteran-owned small business. A dispute between a federal union and Veterans Affairs continues in at least one medical center. The American Federation of Government Employees Chapter in Missouri sues VA over Trump administration executive orders on official time and employee performance. Parts of them were invalidated by a federal district court earlier this month, but employees at the Harry S. Truman Medical Center in Columbia claim their management has failed to walk back those orders. They filed their case in the same D.C. district court that ruled against the administration. A Senate bill would slam the door on the Trump administration's hopes for privatizing the U.S. Postal Service. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Even though USPS loses billions of dollars a year, at least 28 senators from both parties sign on to a bill to keep it a federal entity. The bill was introduced by Missouri Democrat Claire McCaskill, ranking member of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. The bill text claims privatization would result in higher prices and reduced mail service in rural areas. I'm Tom Temin. Congressman Jody Heiss and Mark Meadows introduce a bill in the House to give the Office of Management and Budget the authority it needs to begin its proposed government reorganization. The Reforming Government Act is a companion bill to an earlier one introduced in the Senate this summer. The Reforming Government Act is a companion version that Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Chairman Ron Johnson and Subcommittee Chairman James Lankford introduced earlier this summer. The committee is scheduled to consider that bill next week. Google has warned several U.S. senators and staff members that foreign governments are trying to break into their personal email accounts. At least one lawmaker believes it's the Senate's job to stop them. Senator Ron Wyden says the Office of the Senate Sergeant at Arms should offer cybersecurity protections for Senate employees' private email accounts, just as it does for Senate.gov addresses. And he's offered legislation that would require it to do so. Yesterday, Google confirmed it's detected attempts by what it thinks is a nation-state to hack into Senate employees' Gmail accounts. One Senate staffer tells the AP the attacks happened within the last few weeks or months. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. After 15 years, the White White House updates the national cybersecurity strategy. The Trump administration rescinds an Obama-era directive on conducting offensive cyber operations and tells nation-states, adversaries, and criminals that the gloves are off. National Security Advisor John Bolton announces the changes yesterday as part of the release of the new national cybersecurity strategy. Bolton says the decision to go on the offensive when needed is not because the government wants to attack bad actors, but to deter adversaries so the cost of engaging in operations against the nation is higher than the hackers want to bear. I'm Jason Miller. Two top technology executives at the Securities and Exchange Commission are leaving. SEC Chief Information Officer Pam Dyson will become Executive Vice President and CIO for the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Meanwhile, the SEC says Christopher Hettner, Senior Advisor to Chairman Jay Clayton for Cybersecurity Policy, plans on leaving in the coming months. 
And federal retirees can now donate to this year's combined federal campaign through its online portal. Last year marked the first time retirees could donate, but a legal snag under the Paperwork Reduction Act caused delays. The Washington metro area's CFC campaign looks to raise $38 million between now and January 11th. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.